Galnet News Digest, 18th of July 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Azimuth gets a lot of rum. The federal election candidates continue to campaign, even though the election isn't happening. And concern grows about the imperial mother. It's more likely than not that the reason for Azimuth's success in this week's appeal for rare delicacies to tempt their prospective corporate partners is their offer to give participants a newly improved, pre-engineered, overcharged, gimbaled AX multicannon with autoloader. And it's almost certain that the reason they were deluged with Harmer rum rather than mammoth meat or gillia weapons, is that the rum was easily available in consignments of 60 tonnes, while the other goods can only be bought at most 12 tonnes at a time. So, Azimuth finds itself trying to make partners almost exclusively by feeding them vast quantities of rum, which is neither healthy nor a great way of bringing large corporations on side. It seems likely that they will forge some new alliances. Aegis may be far more capable of developing new technology, but Azimuth has shown itself adept at engineering tweaks to existing technology to make it work just a little better. It was Azimuth that developed the anti-Zeno weapon stabilisers that allowed more AX weapons to be fitted, and what Azimuth is now proposing is a series of tweaked and slightly improved versions of the more popular anti-Zeno weapons, starting with the gimbaled multi-cannon. Azimuth has proved itself able to bribe pilots to help it, but it remains to be seen whether it will be able to recover from the public relations disaster in HIP 22460 in August last year. Azimuth, while attempting the genocide of the Thargoids, accidentally made the Thargoids immune to Guardian weaponry and enticed them to attack human-occupied space, resulting in hundreds of thousands of deaths and the displacement of millions of federal, imperial, alliance and independent citizens. It probably wasn't the outcome Asimus then head Dr Caleb Witcherly was hoping for. Mind you, the death of salvation, as Witcherly was known, at the hands of the Thargoids a few minutes after his plan backfired probably wasn't what he was planning for either. Curiously, well-informed sources, including Aegis's advisor, Siojin A, believe that Salvation didn't entirely die when he was fried to a crisp by newly empowered but entirely ungrateful Thargoids. He is, they say, living as a disembodied consciousness in a distributed computer neural network, quite possibly modelled on Guardian technology. And if that isn't a loose end awaiting its time, I don't know what is. The federal presidential candidates continue to rehearse their campaign pledges, but the election has now been delayed twice, with the Thargoid conflict blamed for citizens being denied their democratic rights. The June election was pushed back to August, and then to the final quarter of the year, which could mean anything from October to December. President Hudson, who's been disbarred from standing for re-election, will remain in charge until the election eventually takes place. 
The candidates include Vice President Jerome Archer, former head of the Federal Intelligence Agency and creator of the controversial Proactive Detection Bureau. Shadow President Felicia Winters, who's best known for briefly taking over the presidency after President Halsey went missing in 3301. And businessman Calico Zach Rackham, one-time pirate and multi-trillionaire, whose dodgy business practices and man-of-the-people campaign make him an ideal outsider to take on the establishment. Canon Interstellar's Commander LCU Nofull Likewan has also announced his intention to stand, but having failed to gain enough support in the early rounds, he'll be a write-in candidate for the election itself. He was not invited to take part in the second presidential debate. Archer, predictably, continues to witter on about security and to trumpet his success in setting up the spy network that allows the Federation to snoop on its citizens. Winters criticises Archer's attempts to turn the Federation into a police state and promises that she'll spend wisely on public services to provide a better standard of living across the Federation. She will, of course, have to raise taxes to pay for this. Rackham plans to make everyone in the Federation rich. And although he hasn't spelled out exactly how he'll achieve this, he has pledged to abolish all taxes for businesses and for individuals. Perhaps the Federation will be able to sustain itself on the profits of piracy. It's unclear whether the transition of power from President Hudson to the new incumbent will be smooth or whether the Federation will descend into infighting and internecine strife. Will Archer and Rackham even get portraits? With a long delay before the rescheduled election, it's probably best not to pop that popcorn quite yet. Concerns continue to grow for the well-being of the Imperial Mother. A statement was released by the palace on 3rd of July stating that Lady Florence Lavigny, the Emperor's mother, had suffered a medical emergency and that she was being cared for on her estate in the Fasis system. Since then, more than two weeks ago, the palace has issued no progress reports and the condition of the Imperial Mother remains unknown to all except those at the very top of Imperial society and their servants and slaves. No information for such a long period leads to speculation. There are those who believe the Imperial Mother is already dead and that Emperor Arissa is keeping the news quiet in case it might weaken her hold on the crown. There are those who believe that she was eaten alive by the family's pet Ling Lang, which nibbled to death her first husband, Prince Aristide, conveniently getting him out of the way so Florence could marry her lover, Emperor Hengist, who is the father of her daughter, the Emperor. Others believe the Imperial Mother was abducted by Thargoids, and the creature being cared for by the Imperial physicians is a Thargoid, dressed up with a handbag and an awful lot of lipstick. Following the death of the Imperial Mother, will the Imperial Household really descend into chaos? Will the established Imperial Order with Arissa, Princess Ashling, and Senators Petraeus and Torval lording it over Imperial space come to an end? Will isolationist pretender to the throne Hadrian Augustus make his bid to become a power or have the Thargoids infiltrated the Imperial Palace and will the Empire, in a surprise move, come out 
on the side of the Thargoids, against Federation and Alliance. As with the delay in the federal election, the lack of news from the palace suggests we might have to wait some time to find out. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 